So you're very well known for shit white girls say to black girls. Could you tell us a little bit about why you think the video went viral so fast? I think it was a combination of things. You know, I made that video as a parody to shit girls say, which was huge. I mean, it was just everywhere. And it was just the right moment to make a parody of it. And it took the comedy and kind of addressed a serious issue, talking about cultural insensitivity, the things that people of color deal with on a regular basis. And for me, I really, at the time, I really didn't understand the magnitude of what I was doing. I just thought, this is really funny and it speaks to my personal experience and hopefully people will get it and think it's funny. And I think that people connected with it because it was a story that people hadn't heard before. It was a story that spoke to the black girl living in the suburbs who has a lot of white friends and she's maybe the only black person that they know. And so they say all types of offensive things to her, but that's not a story that I had ever heard anywhere. I had never heard someone talking about having their hair pet, (laughs) you Mm -hmm. know, but for me it was part of my daily life. So I think that that's what made it so relatable. But I also think that it was controversial, quote unquote, I'm doing quote marks, because people are really uncomfortable when it comes to talking about race and privilege. You didn't know that if you talk about race, you You are are racist, racist, right? Oh, right. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, I found that out because I had to go on Anderson Cooper and explain to people (laughs) that I wasn't a racist. (laughs) People were that upset. (laughs) Um... But I didn't, I I really did not expect that at all. Like I, it blew my mind that people, their response to that video was, you are racist and you hate white people and you are just as bad as racist people. I was just like, what are you talking about? I'm just repeating things that you have said. And if you didn't say it, then you should not be upset. (laughs) So, um, well, I thank you for making those videos because I mean, I'm a YouTuber myself, but I'm also um, an older sister. And like to my younger sister, she'll just like roll my eyes when I talk about like really problematic things in like YouTube community. She's like, oh, that's just like my really annoying sister bringing this stuff up. But then when I send her your video, she's like, oh, yeah, that's so funny. And she like, she'll get it. She gets it, even though I've been preaching the same thing. Yeah, but but you know what's so awesome is that I have gotten emails from the big sister or from the little sister that say, you know, my little sister came home and was like using slurs. And when I asked her where she got it from, she got it from a YouTuber. Well, that's what I'm talking about. And I had to talk to her and be like, that is not how you talk to people. Or, you know, one thing that's happened in the YouTube community is we've had a lot of instances of sexual assault, and Mm -hmm. it's been really disturbing Mm -hmm. to see how other members in the community make jokes about these things. And what they don't realize is that the kids watching this know people that have been victims of sexual assault Mm -hmm. or victims themselves. And when we make jokes about these things, it perpetuates a culture where people are afraid to speak out and they don't want to say anything. And especially when you are young and you don't know and and these are the messages that are being sent out to you or if your parents aren't talking to you about this and you're spending hours and hours on YouTube, it gets into your mind and really changes how you see the world and how you treat other people. And that is really scary to me, especially when it's, there's so, so much negative, nasty stuff out there. 
I tell everyone this, if you put content on the internet, no matter what it is, someone is going to tell you to kill yourself. Oh, okay, <laughs> let, me, let me see. I got that one. <laughs> Someone's going to tell you to kill yourself. Someone's going to tell you that you are ugly. Got that. Someone is going to call you gay. Oh, yeah. They said I looked like a gay, butch lesbian. Yeah, they will always yeah. pull that out. Yeah, that's pretty much it. They will say yeah. just as many nasty things as possible. And... It is really hard to deal with at first, but then as soon as you realize that they do it to everyone, and oh my gosh, you're going to love this story. So I was being trolled by this guy for like a month on Twitter, and um, I blocked him, and I then he would, he would make new a new account, and I would block him again, and he would make a new account. He comes to me last weekend, and I... I, I couldn't believe it. He tweets me, hey, I just want to apologize for trolling you. I've been having a really hard time in my on my offline life, and I really took it out on you. Wow. <laughs> Can I, I like, get the number to his therapist? I was like, is, is, like, am I being punked right now? I was like, are you serious? And I tweeted him back. I was like, oh, okay, well, thanks, I guess. For real? That's and why I, you wrote back? Yeah, I was like, thanks, I guess. And he was like, I just want you to know, like, I actually really respect you. And, and that was a really r- wrong way to direct my anger. And I was like, wow, this is like the insight into a mind of a person. So many trolls are exactly like that. Like, I, I almost 100% believe that every person who dedicates that much time and energy to just, like, hating strangers on the internet is not happy in their offline life. Yeah. Clearly, this is not someone that I'm interested in interacting with outside of like this context, but it was really important for me to put almost like a face on people that troll. And now I have, in my heart, I feel like when these people say and do these things, I kind of have to feel bad for them because what kind of happy person would spend hours making fake accounts and photoshopping pictures of people i just feel bad for them and so it was a moment where when that guy revealed that i was like wow poor guy (laughs) good luck what advice would you give upcoming female youtubers but in particular women of color youtubers who are interested in making a youtube page but then they see the hate that i guess women of color in particular get and then that's kind of what's like holding them back. I I completely understand their apprehension and it's definitely scary. But I think that you have to remember that the reason that you're doing it is for yourself, but also for other people that you could possibly reach and inspire. And if you think about the people who aren't going to like the content or who aren't going to like what you're doing, there are always going to be people who disagree with you or don't think that your work is valuable or don't like your work. So you can't think of the people who aren't going to like your work. You have to think of the people that will. And you have to keep them in mind when you're creating. And I think also one thing that a lot of people don't think about it seems at least in our community sometimes is collaborating with each other Mm -hmm. I think that we have this we're in this arena where there are so so many limited roles for women of color that it Mm. in many ways becomes a competition it's like Highlander like there can only be one (laughs) black girl so I will be the one black girl in this space I will not work with anybody (laughs) else because it is just going to be these are my white people don't (gasps) Don't you encroach this space. And the thing is, is I feel like that is a really damaging way to look at the landscape. 
us working together is not going to take opportunities away from anyone else. So you definitely have to support each other. Mm. It cannot be a competition. My success is your success. So definitely work with other people who are doing great work and can lift you up because you're going to lift them up too. 